able. Sometimes people say these are the best messages when I stay on this stool. So let's see. Let's see what happens. Amen. I think. See what happens this morning. Let's go, Rod. You help me back there, buddy, like you did. Well, look at that. I don't know what all that is. I call it some crazy math. Say that with me. Some crazy math. Now, what's the crazy math? We're going to see it in this story today. 99% God and 1% me. Say that with me. 99% and 1%. Now, guys, I know I say it. God gets all the credit. It's all about him. I get that. But he made you and me in his image and his likeness. He told us to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Did he say that? He told us to let our light shine that others may see their, our good works and glorify our Father. So it actually, there is some of us that needs to do something. Got it? Amen. So we need to give our 1%. Now, I'm not saying you give 1% of you. I'm saying give all of you. But when you give all of you, that still ain't enough. That's when God comes with a 99, amen? And you knock the ball out of the park because of him. So some crazy math. We've been talking about potential. And the devil lies to us. He says we're no good. We don't matter. We can't do it. We can't make it. It's all bull. It's a lie. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, amen? But it's his 99 and my one, amen? Because i got to stay humble. Say humble with me. Humble, humble, humble. So let's go to the study again. Here we go. We're looking at Gideon. Now, today's the big granddaddy of them all message. I'm sorry I can't run all around because this is what makes it fun. All right. So this is hard on me more than it's hard on you. All right. Then all the Midianites and the Amalekites and the children of, of the east were gathered together and went over and pitched in the valley of Jezreel. Now, what's all that mean? That's about 150,000 enemies. They're in the valley of Jezreel. I've been to the Holy Land many times. It can be called the valley of Jehoshaphat. It can be called the valley of Armageddon. It's where that great battle in the last day will take place. It's like a football field that won't quit. Wide, long, many miles. And it's the good land. It's the land where the water flows down, where the crops are. And now the enemy has taken the land. And Gideon, we saw him, and his daddy, and others, the children of Israel, they're where now? Where are they living? They living down there in the good land, or where are they at? They, they have in what for a house? A cave, a den, a hole in the wall. That's where they are. And they're looking down, and there's the enemy. Like what, the Bible says? Grasshoppers. Unbelievable. So many of them. How's this going to happen then? How the children of Israel are going to make it? Well, 99% God, 1% them. Amen. And you're going to see where I come up with that math. It's called crazy math. I didn't just make it up. It's in the Bible. So, but the Spirit, say it with me, of the Lord came upon who? Now, we saw that last week. Remember? The Spirit of the Lord came on him. He told him to go tear down that altar that his daddy had built of Baal. Remember, yes or no? Cut down the grove. Offer an offering on this rock. And Gideon did it. Amen? Beautiful. So, that's our past. Keep looking, buddy. And he sent messengers. After he did that, he sent messengers throughout all of his tribe, which is Manasseh. But he also sent messengers, and it's important that you say it with me. He sent them to where? Asher, Zebulun, help me, Naphtali, 
And they all came to meet him. So there's 12 tribes, but he only sent the message out to about four. Yes or no? You with me so far? You might say, well, I got a need to know all that. Well, just trust me. You need to know it. Okay? It's in the Bible. I'm trying to help you here. Now we flip the page. We've been in Judges 6. I had uh, several people tell me today they had never known that all this was really in there about Gideon. They'd only heard about this message today. We've already had two messages on Gideon. We're going to have another one next week. We're going to finish it because there's another one out there. Amen? But this is, this is the Moses and the Red Sea thing. This is the David and Goliath thing. Got it? This is Jonah and the whale thing. This is one of those movie messages right here. Make movies out of this stuff right here. It's incredible. So even though I can't run around, I want you to be running. Go, you all ready? Come on, come on, come on. Y'all all right? Say. Don't look at me like you're looking at somebody in the hospital. Cheer up. Amen. I'm just doing what the doctor said. I'm sitting down and trying to calm down. Amen. Say. Amen. Come on. I'll be fine. So, then Jerob Bell. Why is his name, it says who's Gideon, why is his name Jerob Bell now? We learned that last week. After he tried to, after he, he didn't try, but after he knocked down Baal, a little idol, tore down the grove, made the offering, next morning men of the city and even his own family wanted to kill him, didn't they? Yes or no? Because he did this for Baal, and they pleading for Baal. We can't have him doing this to Baal. Baal, 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 bah, bah, whatever. And we learned something from his daddy last week. If these false gods are all that, why don't they do their own business? Like Islam, why do they need them out there cutting the heads off? Yes or no? Amen. Say. Needs you blowing up buildings. You know why you have to do that? Because you have a false god who has no power whatsoever. Did you hear me? Now, we learned that from the Bible. I thought that was, if we didn't get anything out of the message last week, which I think we did, that was huge. Huge. Amen. And I think that's why, I think that's why Jerob Bell is in the Bible. One of the reasons he gives him that name, it stays there, so that we can understand false gods are nothing. Got it? Yes or no? I'm not saying we don't have an enemy, the devil, an adversary. I'm not saying that there's not power and demonic work and things that happen. I get that. But they are no match, nothing for Almighty God. Get that right. Get it straight. So, then Jeroboam, who is he? What's his name? Gideon. Now, Gideon told us already when, when God appeared to him, the angel of the Lord, he said, I'm just the run of my family. We're the least tribe. We're the poorest tribe. And I'm, I'm, the, I'm the littlest of the gang. So that gives us a lot of hope. We have potential. Amen. Say, I have potential. Come on. And don't say, well, you don't understand, Pastor, why I can't. You don't understand why I can't make it, why I can't do. If you only knew, all I know is you can. That's all I know. I don't want to know anything else. You hear me, yes or no? I'm not saying we don't have a story to tell. I'm not saying we're not hurt. I'm not saying we haven't had setbacks in your life, my life. But to say I can't is indicting Almighty God that He can't do. Amen? So, we don't want to do that. We all have potential. So, then Jeroboam, who is Gideon, and all the people that were with him, they rose up early. And they pitched beside the well of Herod. Not the Herod in the New Testament. We're way back before then. 
So that the host of the Midianites were on the north side of them by the hill of Morah in the what? They were in the what? They were in the valley because they're up here. Now, here's the deal. After this happened, Gideon started assembling troops. He started, he started thinking, you know, there's a chance we can do something big here. There's a chance that we don't have to keep living up here in these rocks and in these caves up here. Amen? You got it? Yes or no? So he's sort of, he's sort of starting to motivate people in a big, 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 big way. And the Lord said unto Gideon, so he had gathered troops from like four tribes. Say four tribes. May have been five, but I mean, I'm pretty close. And the Lord said unto Gideon, say it with me. The people that are with you are too what? You got too many people. Now we're going to find out in a minute. He had 32,000. He had 32,000 soldiers, men who had signed up with him to go down in that valley and take back their land. That's what's going to happen here. And God says to him, because this wasn't Gideon's plan. Whose plan was all this? It's God's plan. Joker, you behind the wine press, throwing up some wheat, trying to eat your last meal. And I showed up, so don't start taking credit for this. Amen. But so Gideon calls these troops and whatever, nothing wrong with that. But he has 30, about 32,000 men. And God says, the people are too many for me to give the Midianites into your hands. Why? Say that last part with me. Lest Israel, what? Vaunt themselves against me, saying, say it with me, my own hand save me. Don't that sound just like us? Yes or no? Say. Our butts in a sling. I don't know what that means, but I've said it for years. And we get our butt out of the sling, whatever that means. And then we forget God. And then later on, we start taking credit for it and embellishing it. Because we're pathetic. Amen? And so God knows that. He's dealt with these crazy people for a long time. Now, therefore, God's speaking, go. Go to your 32,000 troops. Proclaim in their ears, saying, whoever is fearful, whoever's scared, let him go back home to Mount Gilead. And from Mount Gilead. And there returned of the people. Say how many of the 32 left right there. How many? 22,000. Holy smokes. Are you kidding me or what? Say. He had how many? 32,000. And how many of them went home? And all he had to do was say, if you're scared, y'all go ahead and leave. You know what? I believe there's some math right here. I believe about two-thirds are always about scared. Two-thirds are about always fearful. Amen? Say. On a ball team, a football team of 11, probably about three or four think they can. And the other, other, other ones on that, you know, there's more than that on a team, but when you're on the field. Amen? 11. That's the way life is. Why do people not believe? Why are people fearful? Because people are people. People lack faith. And so God knew that. He saw that. Plus, he didn't want them, them crazy, scared people taking credit later anyway. Amen. Say. So, let's do some crazy math. Now, you got 150,000 warriors out there. They had all these camels. They got everything. All you got is a little bit of wine and some wheat. And you're going to come down and you're going to defeat these guys? You got 35,000? It would be a slaughter. But God says you got too many. Got too many. 
crazy math. 32,000 started. Let's take away 22,000. So how many we got now? Say it with me. How many? That 10,000 sounds like a lot. Unless you're going up against 150,000. And then it's 15 to 1. Amen. Say. And they got the stuff and you ain't got nothing. That's not a good situation. So, let's see what happened. God says it's still too many. What? Too many? And the Lord said to Gideon, the people are yet too many. Can you see Gideon? Can you see little Gideon's eyeballs this big? Amen. Say, the people are yet too many. Bring them down to the water. Now, I am going to have to get up. Bring them down to the water. And I'm going to try the people there. God speaking, the angel of the Lord. And it shall be that whom I say unto you, those are the ones going to go with you. Got it, Jack? Yes or no? And the ones that I say ain't going with you, ain't going with you. But here's the deal. You got 10,000 and you got too many. Y'all with me so far? Now stop right there. How many have never heard the story of Gideon? Let me see your hand. Let me see your hand. Here we go. Got quite a few in the audience today. Amen. This is crazy. This is good stuff right here. Amen. That's why you need to read the Bible. You need to get in the Bible. Get in the Word. That's why we have Bible studies. We don't have Bible studies because we're better than you. We have Bible studies because we ain't that bright. Got it? Yes or no? Right, John? That's why we do it. When you come to one of our Bible studies, right, Pete and Joan, we don't treat you like you, you like, oh, you dumb. You don't know nothing. Because you know what? That was us. That was us. So important to know your Bible. Amen. That's why I take time here on Sunday morning. Instead of preaching Newsweek, we actually teach the Bible at the Fellowship Church. Amen. Say, come on. So God says, I'm going to try them. Whom I say unto you is going, that's the one's going to go. And the ones that I say ain't going, they ain't going. Any problems so far with the rules, Gideon? Except his eyeballs are this big. Now, he don't even know nothing. Crazy. So let's look what happened. So Gideon brought the people down unto the water, just like he's supposed to. And the Lord said unto Gideon, see, there's some nice water there, Gideon. I want you to get out your calculator. Everyone that laps water with his tongue as a dog laps, him you set by himself. Now, what's that mean? Here's what it means. Here's what it means. Here's the water. They take their hand. They take the water like this, and they do it like this. Do y'all get that or not? Here it is. Hand in the water. They're still up on their feet. Now, you don't get as much as sticking your whole head in the water. I get that. It takes longer. Have you ever seen a dog lap water? You could drink that bowl of water a lot faster than he could. You know, but anyway, this is the way it is. So, keep notice, Gideon, the ones that do this. Everyone that laps of the water with his tongue as a dog, you set them over here. And everyone that bows down upon his knees to drink, what does that mean? They get down on all fours. Can you imagine how hot it is in the desert? Can you imagine how nice it would be? Wonder how many of them suckers they even jumped in the water. Who knows? Amen. Say. But got their whole head in the water. That'd be me, man. I'm all in, baby. I'm that kind of guy. I'm an all in kind of guy. Amen.
So anyway, everybody gets on their knees to drink. And the number of them that lap like this, look, that lap like this. The number that lap like that were how many men? Say it with me. Say it three times. One more time. So how many lap like a dog? If somebody asks you later in this story, how many lap like a dog? How many are you going to tell them? How many? So you're going to know this story now, right? Say. So he takes 10,000 men down to the water. How many lap like a dog? All right. But all the rest of the people bowed down their knees to drink water. So that seems to be the popular way to do it, I guess. Amen. So how many was those that did that? Do the math. How many? 9,700. So the dog lappers were 300. The bow downers were 9,700. And I like these dog lappers. You know what I'm saying? So here's what happens. We got the math going. We got some crazy math. This is crazy math. 32. Then we got 10. What you doing? Sit down. Okay. I will. I will. I will. I will. Thank you for taking care of me. Amen, brother. Thank you. Amen. So the Lord said to Gideon, say that with me. By the what? That lap like a what? I'm going to deliver. I will save you. I will save you with these 300 men. And deliver the Midianites, all these 150,000, into your hand. Now let all those other people go home. You know this is crazy. How many would say, Pastor, something I went through in my life. There's no way I thought I could make it, but I made it. The, The odds were against me. The odds were stacked against me, way against me. How many would say the odds were way, 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 way against you? I'm talking about way, 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 way against you. That's what I'm trying to say to you. You have potential. You have potential. But you've got to remember the math of this story today. We started out with 32,000, and now we're down to 300. What is 300 into 32,000? It is one what? It's 1%. Did you hear the math or not? Did I lose you? No one taught me this to my recollection. It's something I came across years ago in my mind. One percent, me, 99 percent God. Are you hearing me, yes or no? Will it work? One percent me and 99 percent you. Now, see, guys, when, you, when your butt is in that sling we talked about, you still have to do your part. God will not hear your prayer or help you without what? Faith. That's really all he requires out of you is believe in me, believe in me, believe in me, believe in my son, believe that you matter. You hear me? Yes or no? Believe my word. Ninety nine percent God, one percent you. So the dog lappers, that's your team, Gideon. That's your team. Send a ninety seven hundred home. Bye. I'm sure he was crying as they were leaving. God wants us to know, say it with me, that it's only about what? And 99% who? Now, don't go to sleep on me. I mean, this is a great story. I could keep you awake if I could run all over, but I can't. Here we go. So that's why I call it some crazy math. How many know the title now? You got it down, yes or no? Now we got to see, will it work? Well, we've already seen in the audience today. I don't know every one of your stories, but I do know several of your stories, and I know them personally. 
And I would call it, in your life, some crazy math God's done. I'm not talking about wealth. But even in that situation, how in the world could we finish this building when I was left, abandoned, seven plus years ago? The footers were in the ground. That would kill almost, how many would say that would kill about every church right there? Let me just see. That kill, would that about kill every church, yes or no? Now, don't make me no hero. I'm a zero. Actually, I'm a 1%. I'm not a zero. I'm a 1%. But the point is, that's when God shows up. Yes or no? That's just one example. I lost everything seven, eight, seven, eight years. When I say everything, almost everything. Those my children had their love. Didn't lose the church. I had their love. Several of them chose to leave. Here's the point. I've, I've gained everything back in seven years that I lost. Y'all hear me, yes or no? This is the God honest truth. It's, I didn't make it up. I didn't make it up. When that happened years ago, I wasn't debt free. Did you know now I'm debt free? Not just the church, but Gary Clark's debt free. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. That's crazy. And I don't just have one house, guys. I got several of them. Amen. Now, all of them look like crap when I start with them. But when I get done with them, they look a little better. Amen. The point is, is that's just something that I did along the way for my own healing. Doing. How many are like me like that? When you're hurt, you need to do something. Let me see some hands. You need to stay busy. How many get it? When I'm hurt and when I'm down, I got to stay busy. That's what I did. Not putting me up. I'm just trying to say, for all those that raise their hands like me, this is true. Did you hear me? Yes or no? This is not bull. I wouldn't tell you bull. I don't need to tell you bull. I got enough good stuff to tell you. I don't need to tell you no bull. Amen? So what happened here in this story? So the people, how many people? They took victuals. That's just an old-fashioned word for victuals. They took them some food, some provisions in their hand. here's, here's, Here's my food right here. Not a lot of food. It's in their hand. And they took trumpets, ram's horns. Took them a ram horn. So you got everybody got him some food. Everybody got him a ram ram's horn. And he sent all the rest of Israel back to his tent. And he retained only how many? So Gideon is following the Lord. He's following God's math. One percent us. Ninety-nine percent you, God. And see... Gideon was really a nobody from nowhere, from the littlest tribe. That sounds like David, doesn't it? Say, David and Goliath, remember? Say, doesn't that sound like Moses couldn't even talk? Remember? Yes or no? God's pretty good at this stuff. He's pretty good at math and multiplication. Got it? So the people took their food, their trumpets. He sent the rest of Israel, every man, to his tent. He retained those 300 men, and the host of Midian was beneath them in the what? About 150,000 of them. So they took provision. They took trumpets. Why is God doing this? Why is he doing this? One answer. Here's the answer. Say it out loud. To keep Israel from being puffed up with what? God wants all the credit. And you know what? When you're down on the mat... When you can't do nothing but look up, you're the best candidate for God to do something mighty in your life.
potential. Amen. This is beautiful. Just some scriptures on this idea that God is not going to work with you if you fool yourself. Six things the Lord hates, seven abomination. What's number one? A proud what? Let's keep looking. Pride goes before what? A haughty spirit before what? <clears throat> he gives more grace, God does. Wherefore, God says, I resist the who. I give my grace to the who. Humble. Keep looking. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he might do what? Exalt you in due time. Keep looking. Push me. So, this is something throughout the Bible. This crazy math, I call it. 99% God. How much me? 1% me. I'm not saying give 1% of you. Give 100% you. But your 100% on your best day don't add up to more than 1%. In the math of the big, big things of life. Did I lose you on that? This doesn't have to be confusing. It came to pass. What came to pass? Well, about what you about to hear right now. That same night, the Lord said to Gideon, Arise, go down unto the host. I've delivered them into your hand. Okay. Who would do that? Okay, I'm good. Got me 300. Yeah, I'm good. But, see, you know, that's what I love about God. He understands who he's working with. Did things I went through, did it surprise God that it happened? Yes or no? Yes or no? My pain that I went through in life, did it surprise the Lord? Did he know it all the time? Yes or no? How about your life? I'm not saying God did it. He didn't because he's not the author of sin. People sinned against you or hurt you if that's happened to you. That's what happened. But the bottom line, God knows. Say God knows. God knows. And you can spend the rest of your life wondering, well, why didn't you help me? He is trying to help you. Okay? There's a bad situation right here Gideon's facing. All he has is 300 men. God says, I've delivered them into your hand. But here's what I love about the Lord especially. He's patient with us. He's very patient with us. God is a God of tender mercy. Did you hear me? He's so kind to us. He's not a bad daddy that smacks you in the mouth. You hear me say now, he does chasten those that he, that he loves that belong to him. But that's sort of a different story here. Amen? But so he's so patient. Look what he says. He tells Gideon, go on down. You can do it. I gave him to you. Go. But he knows Gideon. Gideon's just like us. But if you fear, say fear. If you fear to go down, well, that would be me. And right now, right now, that's me. Amen. Say 300 against 150,000. You lost your mind. If you fear to go down with Plura, go with your servant Plura or Fura, whatever. Go with Fura. Pura, whatever. I'm fussing with myself. Here we go. Go down with your servant. We'll just call him that. To the host. Go down there to the army. Just the two of you. What? I got to get up. So here they go. If you go down tonight, shh, go down. Just you and Pura, Pura. And you're going to hear what they're saying about you and about me. What's that mean? 
you are going to hear what they say. And afterwards shall your hands be what? Strengthened. To go down unto the host. Then went down Gideon. Okie dokie, I'm going to take that plan first. Amen. If I don't have to go by 300 down there first to get annihilated, you give me another plan, I'm going to go with the other plan first. Amen. Say. How many would do that? You'd do the same thing. Amen. I'm going to go with the other plan. So he gets his servant. Shh, late at night. They go down outside the camp of the Midianites. So the enemy were so numerous, they were like grasshoppers. Don't forget that. You couldn't even count them. There's about 150,000. I've tried to look back and do a little bit of the math. I could be off on that, but I think I'm close. Verse 12 says that. There were so many Midianites, Malachites, they were like the valley was full of them, like grasshoppers. Keep going. So I've broken this down into a couple of parts. The I had a dream speech. Say that with me. The what? Amen. So here's Gideon. Watch it. So when Gideon was come down, where? Outside the camp. Shh. Behold, there was a man that told a dream inside that camp. One of the soldiers told a dream. And told one of his fellow soldiers, the enemy. He said, behold, I had a dream last night. You know how people do, don't you? Men do this. You know, you're on the battlefield, you're talking. You know, you're working together. I had a dream last night. I guess women do it too. You talk to each other, right? I had a dream last night. It's sort of quiet. Everybody's sleeping. It's sort of spooky out there. Because they can see these troops. The Israelites are up there on those hills. You can see them moving around. I mean, the 32,000. Remember when he called them all? They could see something was going on. They knew something was going on. And it sort of got into the heads of these folks down in that valley. So he said, I had a dream last night. Lo, a cake of barley bread. How many have had a crazy dream? It was like nuts. Amen. Come on. We have them, don't we? Don't make any sense. Amen. So he had this dream about this big old thing of barley bread. And it came tumbling down from them mountains up there where them Israelites were. And it smack landed right on one of the tents. And flattened that tent out till it fell and it overturned that tent till it just lay flat on the ground. That was my dream I had last night, Earl. And Earl said, Earl's eyes got big. And he said, this is nothing else save, say it with me, the what? Sword of who? Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. This is one of them. They're saying this. It's Joker. For into his hand, God has delivered us. We dead meat. Isn't that crazy? And so Gideon is outside the camp and he hears this. Boy, wonder how that did for him. Yes or no? Isn't that good? Have you ever been hurt so bad you just heard a little bit of good news and boy, it was like, it was awesome, wasn't it? Yes or no? For me, when I was hurting so bad, just to see the sun come up the next morning. Oh, thank you, Lord. Because the night was always the hardest for me. Amen or oh me. So, Gideon heard the dream. And it was so when Gideon heard the dream, the interpretation of that dream the man gave, Gideon did what? Say it with me. Gideon did what? He did what? He worshipped. He's worshiping. He's right outside that camp. I can see him down on his face. Oh, God. 
I'm scared. I've been fearful. I don't understand what you're doing, Lord. And he hits the ground, I'm sure of it. And he returned into the host of Israel. He said, arise, get up, get up, get up. Different man, isn't he? Yes or no? Different man. Get up. For the Lord has delivered your hand, the host of the Midianites. Get up. Let's go. Here we go. How many is getting up? Wasn't hard to wake that many. That's pretty easy. So Gideon worshipped. We saw that. Gideon returned. The I know we can do this thing speech. So you had had a dream speech. Now you got to know I can do this thing speech. The Lord has delivered the enemy into your hands. That's what Gideon said. The Lord has delivered the enemy into your hands, guys. We can do this thing. Say that with me. We can what? Say it again. We can what? I remember on a video Raj and I did, we drove the, the Jeep years ago. Remember, Raj, into this building. How many saw that video? Drove the Jeep in. Dirt. Nothing in here. This was just Dirt. And we said that together as a congregation on that video that I had y'all say with me. We can do this thing. Say it with me. We can what? One more time. We can what? Say it loud. We can what? And we did. Don't think you can't make it. You can. So he divided the 300 men into three companies. So 100, 100, 100. Got it? He put a trumpet in every man's hand. Here's your horn. Okay, got it? And he put empty pitchers. What's that mean? Clay jars. Clay jars. And he put lights. Lights were inside these clay jars. Got it? Yes or no? Some kind of source of fire that they could see with. Whether it was a candle, whether it was some kind of fuel, who knows. But these lamps, these things are pitchers and they're lit up. Got it? Yes or no? Boom. 300 men. Three groups. 100, 100, 100. Keep looking. Just reviewing. Trumpet in one hand, a pitcher in the other. Got it? Yes or no? How hard is this? And Gideon said unto them, look on me. Look on me. Look on me. And guys, that's what I've been trying to do as your pastor. I ain't saying look on me, worship Gary. That's the dumbest thing you'll ever do. I'm trying to say look at me if you're not saved. You can be saved just like me. If you're hurting, feeling like you're nothing, then look on me because I felt the same way. And you can make it. Got it? Yes or no? You feeling like quitting? So did I. Look on me. But God is able to help you. Are you hearing me? Yes or no? That's what we need in our town. We need us, people, going out, being that light. Yes or no? Not hiding our pain. Not hiding what we've gone through. It's a fact. It's the truth. And there's so many people just like us that need Jesus Christ. And they need to know that I matter, I have value, that I'm loved. I'm not going to be cheated and taken advantage of by a church. You hear me, yes or no? That's what Gideon, in a roundabout way, he's saying. He said, look on me. Do likewise. Behold, when I come outside the camp, it's going to be that as I do, you do. I love a leader like that. Y'all go on, you 299, bring me back word how it went. Now, I want a leader who goes with me. Amen. When I blow, and all those that are with me in my group, you blow the trumpets and on every side of the camp, and you say this, say it loud, say it loud, the what? Y'all would get your tail kicked hollering like that. Come on, this is what you say, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon, amen? 
So, look on me, he said. Do as I do. When I blow, you blow. And you say this, the sword of the Lord and Gideon. Say it one more time loud. One more time. Get practice. I'm going to have you do it one more. I can't do it because I'm about to die. One more time. Do it loud. One, two, three. Amen. Now, you ain't there yet, but we're going to get there in a minute. You have to say it a lot louder than that. Here we go. So here's some crazy math. This is the instructions. So what happened? We're almost done. I got to go. What happened in the story? And Gideon and the hundred men that were with him came unto the outside of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch of the night. And they had the, but newly set the new guys watching. And they blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers that were in their hands. These ram's horns are loud. You got just a hundred of them, you got three hundred. They're surrounding the whole camp. Imagine that. Imagine the pictures, the, 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 the sound of the breaking that's going to take place. Are y'all listening or not? Now, see, a lot of you are saying, well, this won't work. That's crazy. Well, doubt the Bible if you want to. Doubt God if you want to. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to make it where you could in life. And you're not going to be what he, he's pleased in. He's not pleased in that. You can't please me, God says, if you don't believe me. If you call me a liar, don't he, why, even, why even come to church, God says? What are you doing? Amen. Say He's willing to work with us in our trouble, and, our, and, he wants, and he's patient with us. But God, he don't have much patience for you not believing in him. You hear me, yes or no? He's God, and I ain't. Say that with me. He's God, and I ain't. And that means I'm in no position to say he's this or that. He's holy, holy, holy. Amen, and I ain't, ain't, ain't. Got it? So, And the three companies, they blew the trumpets, they broke the pitchers, and they held the lamps in their left hands. Okay, there's something else there as well. And the trumpets in their right hands to blow with all, and they cried. Say it with me loud. Say it with me loud. One, two, three, the what? I'm going to give you one more chance. Your life depends on it. I want you to scream it, would you? Try to remember a time in your life when you were in trouble. And God helped you through your mess. Amen? Let's do it on the count of three as loud as humanly possible. One, two, three. Say it with me. Now that, that, that was good. That was some energy there. They did it like a hundred times louder than that. Can you imagine how loud they were? Their life depended on it. And they stood every man in his place around about the camp, and all the host ran and cried and fled. And the three hundred blew the trumpets, and the Lord set every man's sword against his fellow, even throughout all the host. And the host fled to Beth Shitta, don't like the name of that town, in Zerarath, and to the border of Abel Mahola, unto Tabith. It's craziness. Aren't you glad your town is Inglewood? Just Inglewood. I mean, I can say it. Amen. Come on. You know, I don't like that name. I'm just saying. I've read this many times. And the men of Israel gathered themselves together, etc. Now, let me tell you something. So what happened? What happened? The 300 men blew. They broke the pitchers. They turned on one another inside that camp. And they killed each other. Mass. It's almost like a mass suicide. But not of their own doing. 
The Lord did this. He caused that derision and that problem. You might say, well, that's crazy. That don't work. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened. Story of my life and my sister's life. That's why I love going home at Thanksgiving. I always hear crazy stories from my family. I got two older sisters, Janice and Ann. Janice loved. Janice was one that recently had heart, heart surgery and then had a stroke. By the way, she's doing better. She's out of the hospital. She's not smoking. I think that's about the only thing Janice did wrong, you know, as far as it hurt her. She's so kind and so sweet. But I thank God uh, that she has been able to do that, and she's getting some help with that. Amen? But she's doing better. But back in the day, we are poor as dirt, lived in a really bad part of town. Spooky, spooky, spooky. And so anyway, and Janice liked them spooky movies. And her and Ann slept in the same bed. Okay, we're poor. That's the way you do it. Amen. So here they are. And they're probably 16, 17, 18 years old. And one night, dark, pitch is dark. We don't have no street lights down where I live. Dark. Janice wakes up in the middle of the night. There's a man in the room. There's a man in the room. Screaming like that. How would you feel if somebody did that with you? Yes or no, say. Anne's, Anne's in a dead sleep. Well, that's what happened here. There was a man in the room. What did my sister do to Janice? She slapped a snot out of her. So, and she loves my sister. Well, if Janice will haul over and knock Anne, these guys will do that to one another. You, you hear me? Yes or no? Say. This isn't that hard to believe. This was crazy. And they saw the gathering troops, and so this is what happened. They turned on one another. And many of them were killed. And the men of Israel gathered themselves together out of Naphtali, Aser, Manasseh. And they pursued the Midianites. Now watch this. So they go after them now. What about those guys that were sitting on the sidelines? The 22,000. The 9,700. Now all of them are probably getting in the action. Yes or no? Amen. Say. Sure. And then Gideon sent messengers. Say this to me. Throughout all Mount what? Ephraim. Say Ephraim. Ephraim. Ephraim was the prominent tribe out of the twelve. They were the fighting men. They were the, they were the ones. They hadn't even been called to help at all. Period. And so now Gideon reaches out to them, seeing this mass, pro, you know, the mass suicide going on. These guys are running for their lives. He calls on Ephraim saying, go down and get some Midianites. Take them before the waters of Beth Barah in Jordan, the Jordan River. Therefore, all the men of Ephraim gathered themselves together. They took the waters. They took them. They went down there and set up position and stopped them and got them. That's what's happening here. And they took the two princes of the Midianites. Say their names with me. Country names. Oreb and Zeb. Sound like people in my family. And they slew Oreb. They were princes. They slew Oreb on the rock Oreb. And they slew Zeb down at the wine press of Zeb. They pursued Midian. And they brought back the heads of these two princes and gave them to who? Can you imagine such a thing? Gideon, little old Gideon, little run of the family, the biggest, strongest tribe, wasn't even called on to help to the end. And they, the strong folks, they bring that back to Gideon. Tell me you don't have potential. Yes or no? Yes or no? You have potential. This is just one story out of many in the Bible. That's what we've been trying to get across to us. Amen? What a great story. It's about 99% God and 1% me. We're done. Here's some scripture to close with from Jesus. And Jesus, looking on them, said, With men it's impossible, but not with God. 
Because with God, say it with me, all things are what? Look at these other ones. Thanks be to God, which gives us the what? Victory. Through who? The 99% is Jesus. Nay, and all these things were more than what? Through who? The 99% is Jesus. It's all through your Bible, guys. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. I'm just 1%. But Christ lives in me now. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Are you hearing the math this morning? You hear me or not? Amen? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. God wants to bless you. Amen. But you have to believe in him, and you must give your 1%. Do you hear me today? This message takes a lot of weight off of us, doesn't it? Yes or no? That's crazy. For me to live is what? Why would I just live 1% when I can live 100%? 1% me, 99% him. And to die is what? Gain one day. I can do how many things? All things. What do you mean all things? I can't make it. Do you have 1%? You got your 1%? He's got 99%. You can make it. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. By who? It's all through the Bible. The grace of our who be with you. One of the last verses in the Bible. There it is. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. In the beginning, God. At the end, Jesus. 1% you. 99% him. Did we get the message today? Let's praise the Lord. Amen. We're done. Amen. Praise the Lord. Boom. Some crazy math. Amen. Let's stand together. Woo, and I made it through the message.